0: We have a box that has been leaked. The new selection box has been leaked nearly in its entirety. We've got blue eyes coming out and that box, that structure deck has been leaked as well. Lots of stuff to talk about. So strap those headphones in, plug in the jack to your vehicle and listen. Turn that volume all the way up to 11, and here we go. It's this week's episode of Duel Links Radio. I'm Rain. First of all I want to say Happy New Year everyone. 2020 was a year with highs and lows. Hopefully 2021 will be a lot better. I know we've got a lot of stuff going on in the U.S., a lot of stuff going on all over the world, but hopefully it gives us all some time to reset and maybe get back to some normalcy. Stay safe out there. Anyways now to the episode we had the selection box pretty much most of it has been leaked uh... so i'm going to go over the selection box first because i think a lot of people are excited about it Um, i'm not as excited as one would think Um, I, you know i have a lot of the cards that are being released in it so i'm not too uh, I'm not too interested in it. There's a few cards that here and there are okay. But um, it seems like this selection box is built on one card that many people are excited about. Now what card would that be? Well, that would be the spell card, quick play spell card, Book of Moon. So, what is Book of Moon, everyone? Well, it is a quick play spell card. And this is the effect. Target one face-up monster on the field. Change that target to face-down defense position. Now Book of Moon has been out for a long time in the TCG and the OCG. It's been a staple for a long time. It's been at one for a long time. uh, Mostly because of uh, degenerate decks like Empty Jar. That repeatedly recycled the... um, morphing jar so that you're able to deck your opponent out so selection box the the cards the, the essentially the cards that uh, were announced for it like I said on the cover it has the uh, it has the book of mood so let's get into a few more cards that are in it um, First of all, we're getting a reprint of Beliefs to Squad and Regeki Break, which are both very good traps. Um, they've been used, you know, as as tech cards for most of the time that uh, that they've been out. Uh, we're getting. Uh, chain Disappearance, which was from Future Horizon. Uh, it's a trap, normal trap when a monster with a thousand or less attack is summoned. Banish that monster with a thousand or less attack. Then your opponent banishes all cards with the same name as that card from their hand or deck. So uh, that card was uh, probably more relevant with um, with Alistair the Invoker running around. Um, I saw a lot of people side it for Witchcrafter. So it was pretty important at the time. Um, I don't think it's going to see a ton of play, uh, another another card that um, is in here that a lot of people uh, use as far as in competitive is uh, the UR Herald of the Abyss from the Warriors Unite box. Uh, it's a spell, a normal spell, pay 1,500 life point and declare 1 monster type and 1 attribute your opponent must send 1 face up monster with the declared type and attribute from their field to the graveyard, if possible. For the rest of the turn, your opponent cannot activate the effects of monsters with that sent monster's name. You can only activate one Herald of the Abyss per turn. So, Herald of the Abyss was used to get rid of um, Invoked Kassitis. So, um, that was basically the, the major reason for that. So now I really don't see a a ton of use for it or play. It also was used to activate um, any kind of skill that uh, required 1,500 life points. Uh, Other cards that are in here, so we're just going to go through them. Um, Green, red, and yellow gadget are all in this. As well, uh, they're bringing gold and silver gadget, which is probably uh, one of the best um, combos to be adding to it machines for a lot of really great decks actually um, rank four will rank four toolbox uh, in the machine end will be a lot more consistent with that um, gold gadget when this card is normal or special summoned you can special summon one level four machine monster from your hand if this card is destroyed by battle or card effect you can special summon one level 4 gadget monster from your deck, except Gold Gadget. You can only use one Gold Gadget effect per turn, and only once that turn, 1700 attack, 800 defense. It's a level 4 light machine. So, Gold Gadget's very interesting. Next one is Silver Gadget. It's a level 4 light machine as well, 1500 attack, 1000 defense machine effect when this card is normal or special summoned you can special summon one level four machine monster from your hand if this card is destroyed by battle or card effects you can special summon one level four gadget monster from your deck except itself you can only use one silver gadget effect per turn and only once that turn so the idea of gadgets is the gadgets search out each other uh so silver and gold basically can uh can get them the other gadgets out um and then the other gadgets are all earth so green gadget searches a red gadget red gadget searches a yellow gadget and the yellow gadget searches the green gadget so when they're special summoned, they allow you to or or normal summon they allow you to search the other gadget so and then gold and silver gadget are able to get any of the, the required gadgets you need outside of those as well they search each other so giving you the ability to make multiple rank fours which the better the rank fours we start getting the better this deck will get now i can see it being ran with um, probably the gear gear um exes monster just because it's able to special summon a machine um, other things you can run it with uh gadgets were always really ran with um machinas Just because you're able to discard a bunch of stuff for Fortress. Um, But not necessarily that. Um, A lot of people also... You can run a lot of really good um, tech cards, right? Because if you need to discard things, you have a ton of cards in your hands. Always. Uh, Which gives you plenty of discard materials for things like Regeki Break. um, Also for Karma Cut so there there are a lot of really good things um use enemy controller in that build because it doesn't matter if you sacrifice uh the gadgets are pretty much throwaway monsters at that point so you can discard whatever um yeah so having the extra gadgets in there will be pretty great uh other cards we're getting um <laughs> winda spiritual beast tamer winda uh will be in there um so if you haven't gotten her from the box that she previously was in, you'll be able to get her. So as well, we have um, Artifact Lancia. Lancia is great, uh, really great card for tournaments. It's a great side side card. Anybody tries to banish anything, you, you discard uh, your Artifact Lancia, which then allows you to uh, not have to worry about things getting banished. Very great. Uh, We're also getting Black Rose, Zephyros the Elite. Uh, Zephyros is pretty great in Black Wings, but Zephyros is great in any kind of rank 4 deck as well because you can recur him from the Graveyard, um, which allows you to then go into rank 4, which is pretty great. Lots of really fun, consistent cards going that way. Um... We're getting Needle Sealing as a reprint as well, which I mean, Needle Sealing's pretty, uh, pretty good trap. Where there, are, when there are four or more monsters on the field, destroy all face-up monsters. Um, I love Needle Sealing. I use it a lot. Um, it's it's a pretty good tech card in a lot of decks, especially if you're not worried about your monsters being destroyed. Um, anything like sub terror things like that. Um, utilize Needle Sealing very well because they don't have to worry about their monsters being destroyed but you'd have to worry about yours. Uh, We're also getting Deep Sea Diva reprint Uh, Deep Sea Diva is great in the the water build um, right now because you can special summon a Diva, special summon any level 3 or lower Sea Serpent which doesn't matter because you're going to make them 4 so you can go into uh, Hope Shark, right? Um we are also getting a reprint of Ritual Beast Alti Aplio, which is good good because we're getting wind in there as well. Uh, Michael, the Light Sworn, the level 7 Synchro is in there. Uh, as well, a Brionic, And this is a big one that, I mean, people were hoping it wasn't quite this one, but Evil Sworn Ouroboros is going to be in that. Um, he is a... Rank four only requiring three level four, so it's perfect for the toolbox. Um, 2750 attack, 1950 defense. Um, so it's not necessarily going to be just a evil swarm card. Ouroboros can be run in plenty of decks. Uh, you know, the star seraphs can run him, uh, teller knights can run him, the water monster decks can run him. Uh, he is a dragon, so it helps with that as well. Uh, once per turn, you can detach one Xyz material from this card, then activate one of these effects. Each effect can only be used once while this card is face up on the field. So with the three materials, you can activate one each one of these effects once. So the first effect, target one card your opponent controls, return that target to the hand. Okay, second effect, send one random card from your opponent's hand to the graveyard. And then third effect, target one card in your opponent's graveyard, banish that target. So it is basically the Trishula effect, but you can only activate each one once and you you basically have to take turns doing it. So and then we've got our probably the best rank one we have. It's Sylvan Princess Sprite. So light plant exes rank one. Uh two level one monsters so you don't necessarily have to use it in sylvan's attack is 1800 defense is 100 you can detach one of these material from this card excavate the top card of your deck and if it's a spell or trap add it to your hand otherwise send it to the graveyard you can send one other plant monster from your hand or face up from your field to the graveyard then target one sylvan monster in your graveyard special summon it you can only use each effect of sylvan princess sprite once per uh so it's pretty great for sylvans it's it's good just plant in general all right we are going to get into the new structure deck ex blue eyes evolution so as far as <clears throat> new cards in it we are getting the blue eyes twin burst dragon which is a level 10 light fusion requiring only two blue eyes white dragons must be either fusion or special summon by sending the above materials you control from the graveyard which in case you do not use polarization cannot be destroyed by battle this card can make up to two attacks on monsters during each battle phase at the end of the damage step when this card attacks an opponents monster but the opponent's monster was not destroyed by battle, you can banish that opponent's monster. It's got blue eye stats, which is 3,000 and 2,500. We currently can only get this monster through the skill, but it's coming out in the structure deck. Next card is a normal spell it's Dragon Revival Rhapsody. If you control a spellcaster monster, you can target up to two dragon monsters in your graveyard, including at least one normal dragon. Normal monster, special summon them. Your opponent takes no damage this turn. You can only activate one Dragon Revival Rhapsody per turn. And you're gonna say, "Well, spellcasters, what spellcasters do you run on a blue eyes deck?" Well, uh, you're gonna probably run the the blue eyes um, uh, the blue eyes tuners, which Master with Eyes of Blue is one of the big ones, um, and that's a spellcaster, right? When this card is Normal Summoned, you can target one Level 1 Light Tuner in your Graveyard, add it to your hand, you can shuffle this card from your Graveyard into the deck, then target one Effect Monster you control, send it to the Graveyard, and if you do, Special Summon one Blue Eyes Monster from your Graveyard, other than the set Monster. You can only activate the Effect of Master with Eyes of Blue once per turn. Another one is Priestess with Eyes of Blue. She is a Level 1 Spellcaster Tuner. When this card or effect is activated that targets this card, quick effect, you can send one effect monster you control to the graveyard. And if you do, add up to two blue-eyes monsters with different names from your deck to your hand. If this card is in your graveyard, you can target one blue-eyes monster you control. Shuffle that into the deck, and if you do special summon this card, you can only use one priestess with eyes of blue effect per turn, and only once that turn. The other one that you probably would be using is the... King of D, yes, the King of D. Kind of like Lord of D, but instead of flutes, he's using the Blue Eyes Ultimate Guitar. Spellcaster Effect, Dark Level Four, one, or uh, twelve hundred attack, eleven hundred defense. When this card, this card's name becomes Lord of D while in the field. When this card's normal summoned, you can discard one spell or trap. Add one Flute of Summoning Dragon, the Melody of Awakening Dragon, or Dragon Revival Rhapsody from your deck to your hand. The best part about this card is it searches out Melody of Awakening Dragon, which is uh, a one-of that you have to get from a Kaiba Level Up Reward, but it allows you to add two two dragons that are 3,000 or less attack, uh, 2,500 or less defense. Yeah, something like that. So it adds a blue eyes. It also adds um, chaos dragon Leveneer. So that's a pretty awesome effect. Um, the other cards in this is we're getting ultimate providence. Uh, we're getting shadow spell, which uh, sure we're getting shadow spell. It's trap continuous activates this card by targeting one face up monster your opponent controls. It loses seven hundred attack. Also cannot attack or change its battle position. When it leaves the field, destroy this card it's uh um, from the original kaiba starter deck uh in the tcg slash ocg so we're getting it um another bunch of reprints in this uh the most important ones in it as far as reprints go is you're getting white stone of ancients which is a great card we're getting more copies of dragon Spear to white um, protector with eyes of blue Luster dragon Uh, mysterious shell dragons in here for some reason even though it's a weird it's a worm or a weirum Uh, we're getting cards of consonants in this as well and we're getting Azurai's silver dragon so oh and also world legacy guard dragon merdrak is in there as well so we are getting quite a few uh things in it now for this you're gonna say well should i get three of these now Honestly, King of D, it, if you really want to build a deck around 3 King of D, there's there's so many easier ways of getting Blue Eyes out. The only reason I would suggest getting three of these, if you don't have um, the White Stone of Ancients, you want to have three of those for any Blue Eyes deck. Other than that, really, you could probably do with one just to get your uh, Twin Burst, uh, one or two. Other than that, Honestly, I don't see this deck being a three of, like I said, unless you don't have these cards and you really need them. <clears throat> That's the difference, basically. So other cards that were, uh, were leaked, as far as that goes, um, I want to talk about some that make me kind of excited. Uh, first one is Mythic Water Dragon. It is a water level eight with 1,000 attack and 2,000 defense dragon effect if you control an earth monster you can special summon this card from your hand you can only special summon mythic water dragon once per turn this way now you can you can use it with its counterpart which is the mythic tree dragon which its effect is it's an earth level 4 dragon effect 100 attack 1400 defense once per turn you can target one water dragon type monster you control this card level becomes the current level of that monster which sure, okay, it it makes a rank eight. Um, the play normally is you summon the tree dragon, you special summon the water dragon, you activate the tree dragon's effect to copy the water dragon's attack or sorry level, which then you can go into the card uh, the rank eight Xyz monsters so number 46 drag luon is the card that uh it the, they were in and on the anime so if you watch the anime that's the card that they are used to make um it's a rank eight light dragon 3000 attack 3000 defense effect once per turn you control no other monsters you can detach one xyz material from this card then activate one of these effects First effect, special summon one Dragon-type monster from your hand. Second effect, target Dragon-type monster your opponent controls. Take control of that target. And then number three, Dragon-type monsters your opponent controls cannot activate their effects until the end of your opponent's turn. So, what that means is it basically negates all Dragon-monster's effects, which is great. So, you don't have to worry about Blue-Eye's alternative, its effect being activated um you can steal any of the blue eyes monsters because that honestly that's one of the decks that's probably going to be running around and then like i said the other one is you can special summon a dragon type monster from your hand so it it, it's going to be used in blue eyes Uh, it's a great rank eight to go with that deck but what i was saying with the mythic water dragon the nice part is is you can summon it if anyone if, if you control any Earth monster, so that means you can use it not only in Xyz, but you can also use it in Synchro plays. So, why not have a level 8? And then, if you have a level, any level tuner that's Earth, so say if you want to go into like a Star Eater, if you're, I would honestly think about running this in a deck that you run the, uh, the level 3 engine because how often is it that you have like a psychic wielder that's a level three earth monster then you can special summon the with mythic water dragon which then you can go into eleven which is a star eater it's not a bad play it's a pretty good play actually um if you have a level two tuner you can go into ten if a level one tuner you can go into nine um uh, if you have a level four earth tuner you could go into 12 but i mean we only really have one twelve that you could go into at that point but <clears throat> it's pretty good play nonetheless um the other some of the other stuff is there's um bujinki adamaratsu to light beast warrior xyz requiring three level four warriors 2600 attack 2500 defense you can only control one of them per turn during this during either player's turn you can detach one of these material from this card apply this effect depending on whose turn it is so on your opponents on your turn you can target one of your banished level four or lower monsters special summon that target that's on your turn okay so any of the banished bujin monsters you can special summon on your turn which then you can special then you can normal summon a level four going into say another adamaratsu or not another adamaratsu you can go into any of the other uh, level four bujin exes or rank four sorry Uh, next during your opponent's turn you can target one of your banished level four or lower monsters add that target to your hand so you can add your protection back uh, Bujin have all the different protection Worst case scenario You add a crane back Which then would double this card's attack Which is still great So It's something that can move Bujins A little bit uh, Further If you're running this Make sure you run lots of protection But yeah Bujins can be uh, competitive with that It's a great boss monster for that deck Another card card it's a quick play spell. It's for our friends the L Swarms. It is Infestation Pandemic. All face-up L Swarm monsters you currently control are unaffected by other spell traps. Affects this turn. Very good quick play. Um, without having the right L Swarm, it's not as good as it looks. But with the correct one, if we get him, it will be much better. An Xyz monster we saw in the kite event, it's Starlege Palladynamo, so a level 4, or rank 4 light warrior. Xyz effect uh, requiring two level 4 light monsters, 2,000 attack, 1,000 defense. Once per turn you can detach two Xyz materials from this card, then target one face-up monster your opponent controls, change its attack to zero, and if you do, also it has its effects negated. If this card is you control is destroyed by an opponent's card by battle or card effect and sent to the graveyard you draw a card star leege pallet has always been a very good level four now we are getting another cubic card for that cubic mishmash deck it is the trap card cubic ascension it's a normal trap, and here's its effect. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, special summon 1 Vijam, the cubic seed, from your deck, and if you do, change the attack target to it and perform damage calculations. If your opponent's life points are at least 2,000 or higher than yours, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Special summon 1 Vijam, cubic seed, from your hand, deck, or graveyard. Then, if only your opponent controlled a monster when the effect was activated, you can special summon up to two more. Vijam, the cubic seeds you can only use this the effect of cubic ascension once per turn um cubics are a lot of fun and the deck is actually not bad considering you have to run a skill that adds three additional cards to your deck and you can only run cards that are cubic cards so it's pretty wacky uh, but it's not a bad deck this will definitely help because you need Vijam. We are getting um, Gun Dari, which is a Fire Level 4 Pyro Spirit, uh, 1000 Attack, 200 Defense. This card cannot be Special Summoned. This card returns to the Owner Hand at the end phase of the turn. It's Normal Summon or or Flip Face Up. So it's it's a Spirit. If this card battles a Synchro Monster, return both monsters to the Owner Hand at the end of the Damage Step without damage calculation all right so spirits are always something i enjoy uh being a a former spirit deck player i really really love playing around with the spirit cards a lot of really good stuff all right uh so next sr is xyz tribal rivals it is a continuous trap effect is face-up Xyz monsters on the field with two or more Xyz materials cannot be destroyed by card effects. After damage calculation, if an Xyz monster you control battles on an opponent's monster, destroy that monster. That Xyz monster must have two or more materials attached to it. Activate and resolve this effect. Now, if it was a continuous spell, it would be much better. Um, and if it said that Xyz monsters could not be targeted by card effects, it would be much better. Because... We can just karma cut, or soon we can just book a moon. And guess what? It doesn't matter. Uh, another card coming up is Crane. Crane Wing Beast effect, level three Earth, three hundred attack, nine hundred defense. When this card is a normal summoned, you can target one level three monster in your graveyard. Special summon that target, but it's effects are negated you can only use the effect of crane crane once per turn so you summon crane crane to recur your level threes it was great when we had tour guide in the tcg that was a pretty consistent uh, use of crane, crane crane because you could bring back your tour guides to go into more Uh, Rank threes. I was using Crane Crane as well in my ghost trick deck back in the day so that I could recur some stuff So I could get out my my other ghost tricks bring them back Um, You can't use their effects, but you're just gonna go into the Xyz anyways. It's it's an easy summoning card so Events going on currently in Duel Links. We have the shark event going on right now um all the other events are kind of done so the dark signer de- event was done so just shark going on and uh mission circuit as well uh get your flying elephant everybody wants dumbo um meme meme decks are all about that uh, i've seen quite a few uh meme decks going around as far as other stuff uh we've got the tier lists right now the link's meta to tier list is Tier one: Desperado and Noble Knights. Tier two is Invoke Neo's and Witchcracker. Tier three is Black Wings, and high potential Thunder Dragons. Now, Desperado is, and probably is, the uh, the deck that I can see getting hit going into the case. After well, probably more so after the KC Cup, uh, just because that uh that coin flip skill really moves that deck forward um i you know if if they put say the desperado barrow dragon maybe to two uh, would help a lot um just because then you're not able to run any of the other uh any other of the twos uh because cup of aces in in uh is is a two of. So I would say that would help um you know people are real we're really big on head judging but I don't think it's as as much of an issue as uh as you would think. The other thing that could be touched is the master of destiny skill. Um I wouldn't say completely destroy that skill uh by making it exclusive to you know, the uh, the the decks that normally are supposed to run it, which are, you know, it was supposed to be made for the Arcana Force. But it, it really has, you know, I like it when they give a skills like this that you can dig through and look at certain cards that you can make with it and do whatever to it. Um Yeah, the other cards that are in there, like, you know, Misjudge and Fiend Comedian... Yeah, sure, whatever. Um But the other card that's in there that I I I don't know if they'd hit it, but it's pretty good card. Uh Super Team Buddy Force Unite. You know what? I've been using that card in a lot of different builds lately. It's pretty decent card. Um I know I I don't know if it's been under the radar. So it came out uh, originally in the selection box mini, and then they brought it out in the spirit of the beast box. And what it is, it's an SR, it's a normal trap. And it says, target one face-up monster on the field. Special special, summon one monster from your hand or graveyard with the same original type as that monster, but with a different name. If this card in its owner's spell trap zone is destroyed by an opponent's card effect, you can set one Super Team Buddy Force Unite directly from your deck to one of your spell trap zones. So the big important thing is if... If you can get a card in the Graveyard, so the reason why this deck does really well, uh, number one, they're using the Machina Gearframe engine. So they're using a couple Machina Gearframe, Machina Fortress. What's really good about that is they're able to get the Machina Fortress out, and then they're using Super Super Team Buddy Force to bring back the, the uh, Desperado Barrel Dragon. Which, I mean, you're just blowing stuff up every battle phase. So, very consistent, very good deck with the Super Team Buddy Force. I was trying it out in Dark Lords. I've been trying it out in a lot of different decks. Um, So, Noble Knights have gotten such a powerful, powerful card just in one box. You know, they come they come out and they were super consistent. Um, they were powerful, but they weren't as powerful as they are. Literally, that last box come out and they added Sacred Noble Knight of King Kusin in, And that card literally brought Noble Knights all the way up to Tier 1. Just because how good that card is. So, I think that... What can you do to Noble Knights... Honestly, I don't think you need to do anything because right now they, they have some good plays, but they're not as good as you think. Because in the, in the future, we're looking at three books of moon and decks that Noble Knights, as soon as you flip them face down, they're not really good. It basically destroys that deck it honestly does. If they do not have their equip spell, um honestly right now, I don't find noble knights as good as as people think they are myself because I've beaten many noble knights literally with a with a lance. So that's that's been probably I would say my favorite spell card right now is forbidden lance. Forbidden lance is really good against pretty much uh, any like it's great on so many different levels. It gives you the advantage that you're able to not have to worry about your opponent stopping your plays. You know they try to combo you out. You you lance their spells and traps. Your your moss, your monster is not affected by it. Um, on the flip side too, you can activate it so that your opponent's monsters are not affected by the spells and traps that they like basically it makes it so that the spells and traps they're using don't matter either and in noble knights it's a big deal because if you're trying to go into the rank 5 you have to have an equip spell on your on your noble knight but you can't go into the rank 5 if you only have one rank one level 4 and one level 5 because i just lanced your other 5 so merlin can't do anything in the next phase now they can attack me but hopefully at that point it's not an issue and not to mention the fact right now i'm running dark lords and i just negate their effects anyways so they can go into their into their rank five they can go into the rank four the best is when they go into Kusanin and i make it so that has no effect and it's only a 1500 attack monster that's been fun um, Invoke Neos and Witchcrafter, of course, are tier two. Uh, Witchcrafter is—it's always going to be around. It's a good deck. It negates stuff, uh, just like Dark Lords. They're just a—they're—they're they're just a little more consistent than Dark Lords right now because we don't have anything. Invoke Neos is always going to be a good deck. That is the engine that just doesn't stop. And then Black Wings, like I say, they're—they're they're an OTK deck. Honestly, I would. I would give um, the card, the decks I would put on this tier list in tier three. Uh, I w- I don't know why Cyber Dragon isn't there. Honestly, Cyber Dragon, if you like, it's it's a great OTK deck. But of course, this tier list is based on MCS and meta weeklies and people playing that. Uh, Thunder Dragon having high potential because everyone's received their Leavenier. uh that's really helped Thunder Dragon uh, because of the rank sixes that we just got uh, with M7 Thunder Dragons are much better um, honestly what I'm what I'm wondering with this is where's Onimat um, why aren't people playing it because I, I know it's expensive that's probably one of the reasons but honestly you could play Onimat and make two M7s like not an issue that's how good that deck is it's pretty crazy Um, it's probably as good as any other OTK deck it's it's consistent Um, you know you're able to get that sister which then searches that uh, that that spell that destroys cards then you can go into M7 which removes threats like it's it's pretty nuts so That's the meta, Um, thanks to Duelink meta. Now, we're going to go into uh, just some of the decks that I've built over the last little bit. I've been trying a lot of different things, and I want to just talk about them. So, just this morning, I was talking to somebody on the Discord, and we were talking about Hieratics. Now, a lot of people... They look at at an archetype and they say, you know what, I want to cram in every single archetypal card that I can into this deck. So they're going to put in the 8s, they're going to put in the 6s, they're going to put in the 5s, they're going to put in the traps, they're going to put in the spells. They're going to try to put in as much as possible to make this deck the way that they want to make it. Now, my history with Okay, I played Heratics when I played Chaos Dragons. I use the Heratic Engine for one reason, okay? And that is Heratic King, Dragon King of the Tum. So, what is Heratic Dragon King of the Tom? Well, a few weeks ago you probably heard me talk about it. It is a level 6 Dragon Xyz effect requiring two level 6 Dragon type monsters. It's 2400 attack, 2100 defense, which are not really important because you're probably not going to attack with this card. Once per turn, you can attach one of these material from this card to special summon one Dragon-type monster from your deck and make its attack zero and defense zero. This card cannot attack the turn you activate this effect. Okay. So any Dragon-type monster from your deck make the attack zero. Now, all the Heretics, they, the ones that I'm running, anyways, I shouldn't say all of them. The ones, the three that I'm running outside of that, their effects. Let's go into the first one. So I'm running three Tefnuit. Tefnuit is the Cyber Dragon of the deck, okay? If your opponent controls a monster, you control the monsters, you can Special Summon this card from your hand. This card (coughs) cannot attack this turn. It was Special summoned this way, which doesn't matter because you're going to tribute it anyways. When this card is tributed, Special Summon one, Dragon-type Normal Monster from your hand, deck, or graveyard also make its Attack and Defense zero. So that's how you get your Dragon-type Normal Monster back. So... If you go into a play, you're able to bring back a dragon normal, heratic dragon of Sue. So, Sue is the blue dragon, and Sue is what you're going to be using to tribute over your heratics, okay? Because you can special summon this card from your hand by tributing one heratic monster. Once per turn, you can tribute one heratic monster except this card from your hand or your side of the field. To target one spell or trap, your opponent controls destroy that target. When this card is tributed, spells will summon one normal dragon type normal monster from your hand deck or graveyard make its attack and defense zero. Okay, next one is Heratic Dragon of Aset. So this is your normal summon card. Although it's a level five, you can normal summon the card without tributing, but its original attack becomes a thousand. The other thing that Sue does or Aset does is once per turn, you can target one face-up Dragon-type normal monster on the field. The levels of all face-up Heratic monsters currently on the field become the level of that monster until the end phase. All right, And then, again, when this card is tributed, Special Summon one Dragon-type normal monster from Hand, Deck, or Graveyard make its attack and defense zero. So when most people are playing Heratics, uh, anyways, the deck lists I see out there, I see they've got three of the Heratic level 8 normal monsters. Don't do that. Do not do that. Why would you do that? First of all, what is the point of having that card? If unless you want to go into the 8 all the time. Number 1, which I mean the 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 rank 8 is very good. I'm not going to be like it's it's very good. You can destroy lots of stuff, you can tribute lots of stuff, very good card. But Honestly, this deck is better at 6. And I'm going to tell you the two normal monsters. I'm running two normal monsters in this deck, okay? And honestly, I barely use the other one. I use it very limited. So I'm going to tell you why. All right. The first one I use is Labradorite Dragon. It is a level 6 normal dragon tuner, okay? The reason why I run it is because it's a tuner. It has 0 attack, 2400 defense. The other one I use is Galaxy Serpent. All right. It is a level two normal dragon tuner. It's got a thousand attack and zero defense. Now, the reason I run those two monsters is because I am running Synchros too. Because why wouldn't you? And I have one Synchro slot that I've been kind of going in and out of because I don't know what else to run. And honestly, I still really don't. So, I have one level 8 Synchro in my deck right now that I've been flipping in and out of. Cause, But I honestly never make it. Alright, the two Synchros I make all the time. Number one, I make Star Eater. Level 11 is a Synchro Dragon requiring one Tuner or one or more non-Tuner monsters. Must be Synchro Summoning, cannot be Special Summon any other way. This card is synchro summoned. This card synchro summon cannot be negated. All right. When synchro summoned, cards and effects cannot be activated. So you can't, you don't have to worry about getting fucking floodgated. Like, honestly, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about Kanadia. You don't have to worry about it. When it's summoned, you don't have to worry about it. All right. If this card attacks, it's unaffected by other card effects until the end of the damage step. It's 3200 attack, 2800 defense. The other monster I make, right? It's a level 12. You all know the level 12 synchro. Assault Blackwing, Onimaro the Divine Thunder. 3000 attack, 2000 defense. One or more non-tuner. If this card was synchro summoned using Blackwing monsters as materials, is treated as a tuner while face up on the field. Doesn't matter because I don't use it that way. Cannot be destroyed by card effects. That's the reason why I get it. You can target one black wing monster in your graveyard. This card's level becomes the same as that monster's level. Don't worry about it. You can only use the effect of Divine, only Maru the Divine Thunder once per, tu- once per duel. If this card was synchro summoned using only synchro summon monsters, this card gains 3000 attack during the damage step. Yeah, I don't do that. So, like I said, the best thing to get out is are those two synchros. All right. Now, other than that, I use a level. I use the uh Dragon King of Atum. I'm using two of them, and I'm using two Gaia Dragon, the Thunder Chargers, because Atum can't attack the turn it summoned. You're using this to go into the OTK, which you are just going into that Gaia Dragon, which it is a. Uh, rank 7 that has 2,600 attack and it, And it's a piercer. So it usually helps you get game. Now, that was my monster lineup. I'm running two seals. Uh, Heretic Seal of Convocation. That's the search card. I'm running two because I only have two. I'm running two of the Supremacy Seals. Which special summons one Heretic Monster from your hand. The reason I run that is because if I'm going turn one. Alright. My turn one play, there's no monsters out, and I have a Tefnuit in my hand. I'm using that seal, the Seal of Supremacy, to get out my Tefnuit, because I'm running balance. Now I'm running two Floodgate Trap Hole. I'm running three Heretic Seal of Banishment, which is a trap. Tribute one Heretic Monster to target one card your opponent controls and banish that target. And then right now, I'm kind of mixing it up with that extra slot. Uh, right now, I'm running Heretic Seal from the Ashes, which is a continuous trap card. Once per turn during your opponent's turn, you can send one Heratic Monster from your deck to the graveyard. Once per turn during your turn, you can target one of your banished Heretic Monsters, return that target on to the graveyard. When this card face-up card on the field is sent to the graveyard target one heretic monster in your graveyard and special summon it so the reason why i use heretic seal from the ashes um i've been karma cutted okay so you get karma cutted your heretic is banished and a lot of times they will destroy your they will destroy your uh your set card um because they just see it as a set trap You flip it face up, chaining that effect, which then uh, they're destroying that card, which then you're able to special summon Heretic. I don't really use it that much, and I'm probably going to switch it for something else, but that's what I'm running right now. And for my other two spells, I'm running two copies of Enemy Controller, because Enemy Controller is great. Um, If I... Now, the only thing that I would be playing around with uh, when I get into a more competitive game, I would add two Forbidden Lances, just because Lance uh, is really great, and it just makes the deck that much better. So, that's all alright? The Heratic build that I'm running. Now, we are going to go into the deck that I've been playing my baby that is Dark Lords okay so I've been running two different builds okay Uh, the decks are pretty much the same like honestly they're not much different and I keep moving through cards Um, I've been playing a lot of different folks that uh, are on a lot of different discord servers lately just being able to kind of test out the deck and um, I've met a lot of people on the specific Dark Lord uh, server um, group in Discord. And we've been kind of testing stuff. So it's always good to get out there and talk to other people. That's why I say it's so important to be on Discord. And to be on Discord, uh, you know, you can go on there and you can talk to people. Or you can just be on there and listen. But if you're deck building... It is such a great, consistent tool. So good, especially for me, um, going through my different Dark Lord builds. I very much, very much uh, appreciate the support of the few Discord's that I do go on, um, because we're we're trading ideas. You know, we're working together to build the best, most consistent deck that we can, and that's a big thing. Now. My current build um, I'm running right now is See You Later. Um, See You Later Dark Lords is what it is. Now, um, I'll go through the list, okay? So, of course, Dark Lords, you run, basically you're going to run one contact, which contact is special summons one Dark Lord monster from your graveyard and defense position. Uh, You can only activate one of them per turn. But you're going to recur that many, many times from the graveyard. Alright, the other, the other important ones are Sanctified Dark Lord, which is the trap card. Send one Dark Lord from monster from your hand or face up on the field to the graveyard. Negate the effects of one effect monster on the field until the end of this turn. If you do, gain life points equal to its attack. Okay. Then your spell lineup is three copies of Banishment of the Dark Lords as well. So let's add one Dark Lord card from your deck to your hand, except itself. You can only activate one banishment once per turn. Alright. Now, as far as the monster lineup, I'm running two copies of Ukobak, which is the level three Dark Lord. I'm running three copies of Amdusk, which is the six. Amdusk is very important right now in the Dark Lord play style, okay? I'm running three copies of Dark Lord Nastin running one copy of Tekalipoka. Uh it's the level nine it's basically it's is you you send it from your hand to the graveyard to make sure that your dark lords don't get destroyed by battle or card effects <clears throat> i'm running one copy of dark lord morningstar right now um, i usually switch between morningstar and desire and Superbia those are the three that we 've been playing around with i 'm running another co- i 'm running a copy of desire as well. Desire is so good. you are able to take that desire and you 're able to <clears throat> um, pay a, take a, a thousand of his attack away, which gives you the ability to target a monster and send it to the graveyard so desire is very good. The other thing desire. Um, You only have to get it out, you have to special summon it by tributing one fairy. So it's a a 10 that you can do that. I'm running one copy of Dark Lord Ice Shell because Ice Shell is not free. Ice Shell is locked to, unfortunately, two. And I need to run an Ice Shell and I need to run a Contact. Um, I have tested Dark Lord decks and I'm working on one right now that actually runs no eyeshell and it it makes me very sad but I'm actually getting a lot of consistency out of it but it's not ready to be talked about we're gonna wait on that okay guys um, other monsters I've been teching in uh, I've been working right now with uh, one copy of Guardian Iatos uh, because a lot of time you need the you need that one card on the field to special summon and uh, honestly i like yatos i always have um and i've been switching between the lances i've been switching between two copies of artifact lancia and i've been switching between two copies of forbidden lance so those are kind of the other choices now why see you later Dark Lords, okay? So this deck, what you do, and it's different than other Dark Lord decks, okay? Normally when you play Dark Lords, if you open up with, say like a Banishment, and you don't have your Contact, or you have your Sanctified, <clears throat> what you normally wanna do with your Banishment is you wanna, on a normal Dark Lord deck, you wanna search your eye Shell. okay? you're going to take your eye shell and you're going to draw two. You're going to discard dark Lord with eye shell to draw two. So basically it's not it's it's a net zero. You're not minusing, you're not plussing. It's a net zero. Um, but it's moving through your deck. Now what the play normally is as far as that is you're using your ukubak to send stuff to the graveyard when you normal summon him to be able to give you options alright the other thing is you've got your Amdusk to recur you send Amdusk to the graveyard with another Dark Lord to be able to grab a card that's in the graveyard so the way that this works this Dark Lord deck it um, it has an Xyz lineup so I'm running one Trishula Dragon of Icy Imprisonment. And the reason I'm running a Trishula is one reason only. Lava Golem. You get Lava golem it's easier to go into Trishula because it's pretty simple to make, to get two more monsters on the field with Dark Lords. And then you go into the Trishula to get rid of Lava Golem. Um, Constellar Ptolemy M7, because sixes are easy to make. I'm using the... um the rank 7 titanic moth because sevens are very easy to make in this deck I'm using a sword breaker Um, I'm using a Gaia Dragon Thunder Charger uh, for the seven as well even though I don't really use the I I don't make it out of the sixes or the fives Um, it's just there because I actually can make it with the sevens and sometimes you need it to push for game so what you want to do with this deck. Alright, we'll get down to that. Down to Brass Tacks. Alright, so. You want to special summon your Nastin. Which then allows you to... 9 times out of 10, your Dusk is in the Graveyard. Which you use your Nastin to bring back the Dusk using the Dark Lord Contract. Which then you can summon over the Nastin. So you're gonna special summon or you're gonna normal summon the m dusk over the nastin which then gives you two sixes which then you can activate the effect of m dusk to recur with your contact or you can use it to use your banishment of the dark lords to search for your other contact that's basically the play Uh, then you can go into your m7 which your m7 can remove threats on the field also your m7 can add back your Dark Lord monsters from your graveyard back to your hand. That's the great part about M7. So, giving consistency to the Dark Lords. Uh, The other thing it does too, uh, which I've done a few times, I've used M7 to get the monsters out of my graveyard, which then allows me to bring out my Guardian Yatos, which then I can tribute for my M-Dusk, again, going into that play. So there's lots of different things you can do with the deck. Um, see you later Dark Lords has been fun Um, the other Dark Lords I'm working on right now is uh, using Spell Specialist but it's not quite ready Um, I'm not going to use Spiritual Beast Tamer Winda in this deck at all because that's what the easy way out would be and I don't want to do that I want to make Dark Lords to be as good as I can without going into in just a ridiculous supplemental engine so that's my Dark Lord deck that I'm working on alright so now we'll get into probably one more deck um, one more deck list that I've been working on uh, I like to do different things i do I really enjoy playing weird wacky different decks, and I'm gonna pull this one up here here we go so the deck that I've been messing around with uh this is more of a fun deck okay uh it's Incas now Incas are using the um the the cards that came with um uh, what's this? The Dark Signer guy. That's when I started playing it, anyways. So, uh, Draw Sense High Level is what I'm using right now because you want to get your Level Five Oracle of the Sun. All right. So, what's so cool about Incas in this deck is I'm using the um, uh, what is it called there? The the Megaro- the I'm using Megaroid City to destroy my sue play and my fire ant oscillator, which then allows it to activate its effects and you can you can destroy them with Megaroid City from the hand which is very cool which then allows you to special summon your uh, oracle of sun and then you can normal summon your fire so that's the the basic play use Megaroid City to destroy the sue play the fire ant which then allows you to get your your Oracle of the Sun, which is your level five. If you don't, because you need that five. Now, Oracle of the Sun's effect, it's like Cyber Dragon. So if you, your opponent controls a monster and you don't, you can special summon it. Um, and since you're using Regarde City, of course, you're searching for Kite Roids. So the nice part about Kite Roid is it stalls so that you're not getting destroyed. And then I'm using two copies of King's Consonants because if you have your Fire Ant or your C-Play in the graveyard, and you because you're destroying with the effect of Megaroid City, you can special summon your Oracle of the Sun. Then if they're attacking. You can activate the effect, which then you can special you can go into your Synchro, and you're Synchroing into the Sun and Moon Dragons, which they basically will rotate, destroy cards on the field so it kind of works like fire kings This deck works like fire kings a lot um but i would say fire kings are probably a thousand times more consistent but like i said this is more of a fun deck and i'm running a co- couple copies of cosmic cyclone um yeah so that's that's the fun inca deck that i've been playing around with um I I really enjoy the the Incas. Um, I don't know it's just it's a fun little deck and I hope you enjoy it too. Uh, so those are three different decks that I've been playing around with that hey why not. Now that's uh, yeah that's the episode for this week guys. Um, hope you enjoy it. Now again like I said Get on the Discord, so you're able to share ideas and uh, and continue that. And you don't just have to join my Discord. There are a lot of other great Discords. Um, if you are okay with uh, more explicit content, I was on the holiday episode of Duel Links with the Boys uh, probably, what, two weeks ago, right after Christmas. So um, if you're okay with explicit content, um, you know, they, they drop a lot of swearing and things like that, so you can definitely check that out. Uh, if you're not into that, just continue listening to my show. Uh, this week, hopefully, we got we got some stuff coming out. Um, we've got the anniversary event coming up, so with that being said, we're getting the Blue Eyes Alternative Dragon, so that means, remember, Blue Eyes will be everywhere. Everyone will be wanting to run their, their Alternative Dragons. So just know that Uh, again like I said get on the discord there's a lot of great ones out there and uh, you know uh, if you have the time start playing some tournaments and, and having a lot of fun with it myself I don't have a lot of time to play tournaments but the cool part about a lot of these discords is there are dual rooms and that's a big thing because you can go into a dual room and really test out what you can do with a lot of different people because the better the, you're only going to get better at this game if you play other people and being able to stay competitive is what this game's all about. Alright. So, like I say every week, guys, high five the sky. Remember, get out there and duel. Have fun. Play this game. There's so much good out there. Now, take care and enjoy. Have a great week, guys.